Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris. I'm on the line with Alan. Yo, yo, yo. There he is, that's Alan. And uh, this is the podcast where we get together sometimes and talk about wrestling. Um, it seems a long time since we've actually. It, it seems like the format of this podcast just got abandoned. If anything, this podcast has been the most affected by coronavirus. <laughs> um, and I think that's really sad. Uh, yeah. So, you know, clap for us. That's what I say. Have you been clapping? I haven't been clapping. I haven't clapped once, mate. No, and I mean, it's there's a debate to be had, maybe not even a debate, a gentle conversation to be had about the worthiness of clapping. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't affect anything. Um, but have we spoken about this on the podcast before? I don't think we have, no. Um, they... Um, there are two sides to the argument, aren't there? Which are like, well, it's a nice thing to do and I want to show support. And then the other side is like, well, why didn't you vote the Tories out when you had a chance? Yeah. Um, and I think, I, 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 sometimes I think like that's a false sort of um, equivalency. Like, I, I think, I don't think the two things are mutually exclusive. I think, like, Politics is difficult for pe- some people to get their heads around. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it's a nice gesture for families to be able to say, we appreciate the work that, you know, healthcare workers are doing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is weird because on the, on the face of it, it's a lovely thing to do. And some people have spoken how nice it is to, you know, once a week go outside and, you know, make eye contact with the neighbours and, you know, oh. you're all in it together oh, thank um, you. and that kind of thing. Um, and, and maybe that is lovely. But when we're in a time that not only have historically um, the carers been fucked over by this government, yeah. um, but they are... Uh, currently being fucked over by this government um with a lack of of ppe the the threat of a pay freeze for for the next two years and that nonsense that they had to row back on in the week uh, about charging the the very people who were saving lives in our hospital money to use the nhs yeah. um which you know a lot of them are probably going to need to do because of that lack of of ppe um then it gets a bit more complicated and what it becomes um and you know captain tom or colonel tom sir colonel captain tom or whatever he is now um i'm sure he's a lovely fella uh served his country blah 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 but it almost makes you want to say fuck captain tom because (laughs) what captain tom and clapping are are useful idiots to throw out in front of the public to make them feel that um, worthwhile uh, 
efforts are being done in this country. Meanwhile, um, the destruction of the NHS continues mm. and the, the demonisation uh, of its staff and now the teachers continues. So, yeah, it's all very complicated. Clap if you want to clap. Don't clap oh, if you don't want to clap. I also um, I think like you can. Like th- this, th- I feel like this sort of argument um, is one that is applied to all sorts of scenarios where like people are being positive about something when negative stuff also needs to be addressed it's like can't we do both like yes like can't we clap out of appreciation but also still understand that more needs to be done like you know we can do both you you don't need to go well don't clap because you're you don't clap because we need to make sure that the Tories are out like it's like no no we can do both yeah like yeah. me, me clapping isn't tacit a, approval of Tory policies regarding the NHS. I mean, I'm not clapping. I just want to make that clear. I ain't a seal. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't a bloody sheep stroke seal that follows the crowd and claps. Um, what kind of weird monster would that be? A, a sheep stroke seal? Yeah, I know. That's the kind of creature that was eaten in a Chinese wet market that <laughs> kicked off this whole thing. Yes, indeed. Um, but no, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's like, do you remember that wonderful day seven years ago when Margaret Thatcher died? Um, yeah. And everyone was like, oh, you, it's sad a woman died. Uh, you stop bringing up the, the kind of... Um, the, the the problems of, of the ongoing problems of, of Thatcherism. It's like, well, I can do both. I can be sad for her innocent grandchildren. I mean, her children weren't innocent by by any <laughs> stretch of the imagination. Um, I can be sad for her innocent grandchildren and possibly the one or two decent people who who liked her. Um, but I can also um, be happy that a symbol of of the symbol of Thatcherism had gone and uh, still resolved to fight against everything that she stood for. Yeah. Um, so you can do both. But um, yes, yeah, it's starting a bit off a bit serious, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, I just yeah, I was going to touch on something else to just bring the mood down even further. Okay. We can. Um, the news came out, um, I guess, late last night, this morning, um, that. Uh, stardom wrestler Hannah Kimura had uh, had uh, taken her own life. So that's, um, yeah, a real sort of tragic. She was only 22 years old. I, I mean, we're not a news podcast and we don't no. want to dwell on this, but it with us recording a podcast at 9.30 in the morning, it felt um, too, too present to ignore. Um, yeah, it was, it's really, really sad. Um, I couldn't sleep last night, as people who'd been on our Facebook group might have noticed, because I was having a conversation with myself uh, <laughs> on a thread about um, AEW's pay-per-view tonight um, and uh, the likelihood that Nick Gage um, might turn up. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to. And I said that as much in the conversation with myself. And I'm having a conversation with myself again now. Um, so I couldn't sleep. Um, and kind of the news was breaking that um, Hannah Kimura wasn't in a good place. She'd um, she'd posted something very worrying on Twitter um, and her friends uh, in Japan were, were trying to get to her to um, ensure she was okay. And I, when I finally went to bed, um, the, my, my frame of mind was that she was, she was going to be okay. Um, and then I woke up this morning and um, 
the the news was there. Dan Reed had um, posted it on uh, the Facebook group that we have. And then I checked, and Dave Meltzer had also posted about it that um, that she'd taken her own life and she'd been a victim of bullying um, she was on a reality show in japan called terrace house um, and there apparently there was an incident on that show in january this year and that led to kind of you know remorseless bullying it's one particular account on twitter um which really went after her um calling her a gorilla um uh, because she was she was not, mixed race um let's, yeah let's not let's not go no um details like and it must have been hell for her. And I, I hope that she's in a better place. And I really liked Hannah Kimura. Um, she was she had that X factor. Um, she deserved to be a bigger star than she was in stardom. Um, the, the problem with uh, an organisation like stardom um, and women's wrestling on the whole, really, is there's a ceiling um, that you're never really going to get past. Um, and, you know, the likes of, of Kairi Sane and Ayo Shirai had to, to go and work for a horrible man to get past that ceiling. I mean, they were already working for a horrible man in the first place, but a different horrible man. Um, and she had that X factor that should have made her a massive star. Um, she was at Wrestle Kingdom in January um, when Stardom did an offer match there. And we saw her once. She came over to the UK once. Um, I think she was a frequent visitor to Barcelona. Barcelona have got a really weird um, wrestling promotion that brings over a lot of Japanese women. Um, but she only actually made it to the UK once um, where we saw her um, fight Sammy Jane uh, for Pro Wrestling Eve at the Resistance Gallery um, on the same show that uh, Mako Satomura and Tony Storm um, had a match on a Thursday night. Um, and I'll be honest, um, as as much as Mako Satomura versus Tony Storm on a Thursday night in London was a big draw, um, for me, uh, seeing Hannah Kimura uh, finally wrestle was was great. And she was wonderful, um, just lit up the room. And it's really sad that, that she's gone, and for such a stupid reason. Yeah. Um, 22 years old, it's a, it's a waste. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's move past that now. Um, yeah. Just uh, get you get you bright in your day on a Saturday. Yeah, uh, look out the window. I mean, like you say, we're recording this in the morning. Um, it's gonna brighten up. The the, the last few days have, have started off kind of badly and then got really really hot and bright blue skies. Yeah. And if that ain't a metaphor, then what is? Yeah. Right then, um, you had some stuff. We haven't really. I haven't watched any wrestling this week. No. Did you at least watch the uh, the Adam Page promo on Being the Elite? No, I didn't, no. Oh, man. Now, I've become a regular watcher. Sorry, can I just quick, very quickly? Yeah. You, you post a thumbnail which has got Adam Page's face on it. I'm not yeah. clicking. I'm not clicking on that. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just another white man with a beard. Like, uh, like, I know that he's done some good stuff, but, like, I'm still not, I'm still not convinced he's a star. And I know he's getting there and people are getting behind him, but I'm not like, oh, more from Adam Page must find out what he's got to say. Um, yeah, it's like if if you're on our Facebook group and I can't believe there's anyone who listens to this podcast that isn't on the Facebook group. I mean, I there are know, plenty he, of people on the Facebook group that don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know um, that. Numbers. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I, I posted uh, about it and I, I linked to the uh, the episode of Being the Elite, this week's Being the Elite on um, on YouTube. And I said, oh, you need to watch the Adam Page uh, promo at the end of, of Being the Elite. So I did signpost it quite well. Um, but the, the storyline on Being the Elite is that Adam, Adam Page has been away from AEW for a while, um, had a young kid. Um, didn't want to expose it to the dangers of the coronavirus, um, which is very good of him, um, you know. Uh, and um, in uh, being the elite world, he decided that to keep himself and others safe from uh, the transmission of the coronavirus, he would go and live in the woods. Um, and he took essential supplies, um, which included beer and his AEW tag team title belt. Um, that was pretty much all he took. Um, and he, he, he'd been living in the woods. And on this week's Being the Elite, he cuts uh, a promo to camera because obviously it's just just him and his phone filming stuff out in the woods um, about going home uh, and um, doubting himself. Uh, and it is just a wonderful piece of wrestling promo. Um, at first, you're not even sure it is because he's just cutting a, a monologue to camera but then you realize that he's using the tropes of the wrestling promo and he pulls it back round. Um, there's a show on uh, IWTV called The Cheerful Wrestling Show, which is um, run by Sarah Shockey. Um, do you remember her who was once uh, did a, a slight racism by talking about an Irish debate um, at WrestleMania weekend? Do you remember that? No, no, no. No. She said, you know that spot in a match where... Uh, they they put two chairs opposite each other yeah, and then yeah, sit. Yeah. And, yeah, she referred to it as an Irish debate. Um, yeah, um, and people were like, Ooh. I mean, she's probably right. Um, but yeah, she does a show called the the Cheerful Wrestling Show, and then there's a a segment on that where she gets wrestlers to cut a promo on a random subject. Um, so there was there's one with Ethan Page, there's one with Max Warner, and they're basically cutting a wrestling promo about a non-wrestling subject. And this was very similar to that, and it was great, absolutely great. Um, and then he made his return on AEW this week uh, mm. on Dynamite, running the full length of the the Jacksonville Jaguars football field to clothesline some fools, um, which was hilarious. You could just see him in the distance, just getting nearer and nearer. Um, it was really, really good. Um, and he'll be on the pay-per-view tonight. So um, you've not been watching wrestling, so you've not been watching AEW, I guess, because that's the only decent wrestling worth watching at the moment. No, I haven't watched it, no. No. It's been really good, man. It's been really, really good. They've settled into the behind-closed-doors stuff. Um, they've got some fans uh, in the building. So they've got the, the wrestlers sitting either side of the ring, um, which they've been doing. Um, and then they've got some fans in, in very small groups up in the bleachers, um, sort of making some noise. Everyone's been tested. I don't know how effective that testing is um, mm. because there was a, a, a big bit in uh, um, the, the newspapers that, you know, even uh, when you fully got the, the coronavirus and you're displaying symptoms, the tests are only 80 percent accurate. Um, at that point so who knows but they're, they're doing their best um, and they've been creating some really great tv orange cassidy has become uh, i mean he was already a massive star but the last couple of weeks he's just been wonderful and he had a match this week on dynamite with ray phoenix um and uh it was to, to lead up to the casino ladder match 
um, which is on tonight's pay-per-view. Um, and that was just amazing that Orange Cassidy started off doing his usual shtick and then he started wrestling. And you've seen him wrestle before. Um, and, you, you know, you may have seen him wrestle as somebody else. Um, we'll try and keep kayfabe as, as best we can. Um, and you know he can go. And he really went. And Ray Phoenix, as we know, is one of the best in the world. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, maybe yeah. May, maybe I'll watch that. Seems like it's too far in the past now, though. Right. <laughs> well, um, watch, watch the do- Adam Page bit. If they make a documentary about it, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the Road Warriors episode no. of... Uh, no, I've not watched any wrestling. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's worth a watch. Um, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's one of those kind of light side of the rings, dark side of the rings. No. Um, I'm not touching the Owen Hart one with with a barge pole. No, it's no. just too sad. Um, I, I post on uh, the Something Awful forums, um, uh, which is it's it's a weird forum. It, it it's got um, a bit of a bit of quality to it, maybe because you have to pay ten dollars for an account. Um, and if you post stupid shit, then you you lose your account and then have to pay another ten dollars. So there's kind of less of the stupid shit on there. Um, but the the morning after, there's a thread uh, dedicated to the the dark side of the ring shows, and it was just pages of just people posting fuck Vince McMahon mm. um, because he does not come across well at all, um, as you'd expect. Um, you know his his lacks. Um, standards were responsible for the death of a, a, a beloved man um, and he has admitted responsibility for that said it happened on his watch um, and that's never going to bring Owen back but you know fuck that guy You're like an absolute idiot do you know what I mean um, but yeah I'm not I'm not touching that at all um, but there you go um, and, and that's all the wrestling there is Chris well uh, there was um there's a documentary about the Exotico, Cassandra, that um, has surfaced um, in a couple of different places. Yeah, uh, I need to get round to watch that. Um, which I think might be worth a watch. Um, has had some good reviews, so I will watch that. I don't, it's not. I don't think it's even that long, which is good. Yeah, have you ever seen Cassandra? I haven't. No. no I've seen him a couple of times, uh, and he he's great. I've, again, just like charisma like fills the room yeah um and you know seeing people like cassandro um doing their thing that makes me want more for the likes of cassius um because i think the the exotico um the the kind of the 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 transvestite wrestler um is is something that's not played up um that hugely in this country and the way cassandro and and his um his cohorts uh, do it um, to such great effect makes me sort of want the likes of Cassius to go a bit further um, with that. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give that a watch when I can. Yeah, I think that'll be worth watching. But again, I haven't watched it. No, uh, no. But there is that. Yeah. Um, uh, have you got anything wrestling related? I can tell you what I have been watching, but have you got okay. anything wrestling related that you <laughs> that you want to discuss? Well, I mean, I'm still working on on the zine. I've nearly finished issue four. Um, I wrote a a big bit this week uh, about um, the influence of Mad Max on wrestling um, and just 
uh, how the Road Warriors and Lord Humongous and, and characters like that came from that film. Yes, that's, um, that's definitely yeah. there, isn't it? Well, pretty much, yeah. Um, I've been uh, writing about Steven Universe and wrestling. Um, I wrote about uh, a guy called Batman, uh, who wrestled in the WWWF in the 60s. Yeah. Um, an extra T in his name to get away from the uh, the lawsuit. Very good. Um, yeah, very good. Um, and just all kinds of fun. I'm going to write about the, uh, the luchador El Nazi, um, who was an, an actual main event heel uh, in the 1960s in, in Mexico. Um, El Nazi, there he is with a big swastika on him. Um, different times, different times, mate. Different times, thankfully. Yeah, um, but other than that, I've, I've just been watching comedies and um, science fiction stroke fantasy TV. What about yourself? Um, I have started watching a lot of... Um... For the most part, thankfully, forgotten like early '90s, late '80s, early '90s comedy films. Uh, okay. So yesterday I watched the film Cool World. Oh right, yeah. Really a comedy film, um, but it's like a half animated, half live action film starring a very young Brad Pitt. Kim uh, Basinger. Kim Basinger and um, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. Very, very odd, very sexy film. Um, well, it's by Ralph Bakshi. That's right, yeah. Um, who, uh, have you ever seen Fritz the Cat? I'm familiar with Fritz the Cat, yeah. Yeah, like, that's not that's not a, a, a film you show your kids. Well, he also, uh, he also made the 70s Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well. he did. Do you know what? Like, I wish he'd finish that. Yeah. It's, it's been over 40 years. Um, I don't think he's going well, to. He hasn't made a film since Cool World, apparently. Right. Uh, which I think was like 1990. Get off your ass. Get off your ass, Ralph Bakshi. I watched that. I watched a film called Once Upon a Crime. Okay, yeah. Directed by Eugene Levy, starring John Candy and uh, Sybil Shepherd. Right. Um, and uh, and some other some other folk. Um, uh, Jim Belushi, the good oh. the good Belushi. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's like a crime, like a whodunit sort of crime caper. Um, not great. Um, I watched a um, I watched the only film that Bill Murray ever produced and directed, um, which is called Quick Change which is about him robbing a bank. Do you know what? That film is is great, but it is the most frustrating film I have ever seen. How so? Because it's just like the the simple premise of the of the film is uh these people rob a bank. Gina Davis is in it as well, yeah? Yeah. Randy that's, Quaid. That's right, yeah. No, not Randy. Yeah, Randy Quaid, not Yeah. Yeah. Um they rob a bank and all they have to do the the bank robbery goes fine. All they have to then do is get out the sea. Yeah. And and they are thwarted at every turn. Yeah. Um, trying to get out of the sea. And it's just so frustrating. I, I think I think it, I think it's fun. But um yeah, but I think maybe if it had a better director it would have been paced better. Um what else have I watched? 
those are the few that are jumping to mind right now. But I have quite a backlog at the moment. Um, but I finished uh, Dave on your recommendation. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Brilliant work of art. Yeah. Um, Everybody absolutely fantastic. It's on iPlayer now, so there's no excuse. Yeah. No, um, you need to get to it. There, there are some moments in that show where um, it transcends comedy. Um, in, not as much as uh, Atlanta transcended comedy, because Atlanta, um, a, a similar show about a wannabe rapper, um, kind of left comedy behind um, and went into something else completely. Um, but Dave only does that a couple of times. And when it does it, it hits you, just hits you so hard. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's really, really good. So so get on that and watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I, I've started watching Broad City from the beginning. Yeah, I finally um, finished Broad City this week after you reminded me. Um, yeah. It's got a good ending, some solid ending for a show. Um, it's um, my, like I watch it and um, the the two characters, uh, Alana and Abby. Um, Abby's not a bad person, at least not at the beginning. She's she's all right. Yeah. Alana's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just yeah. like everybody in that show, their life would be better without Alana in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, um, um, but I'm enjoying it. It's it's very funny good. and very weird. It's good. Um, I also I watched Seven Samurai last weekend. It, it, All it, right. it took me a whole Saturday to do so. Yeah. Um, I I haven't seen the first six. Very good. Um, it's not Samurai Seven. That's a, no. a band from the late nineties. Right. Um, but uh, it's three and a half hours long. Right. Uh, and obviously it's all subtitled, so like any distraction like set me back like an hour. Um, so I started it on like Saturday morning and finished yeah. it at, like at two minutes to midnight. Good man. Um, but it's great, great film. Yeah, if if people don't want to put in the time um, for Seven Samurai, I'd uh, suggest watching Battle Beyond the Stars, the uh, late 70s, early 80s version of the film set in space, um, which has got John Boy Walton in it. Um, just wow. great film. Really good film. He's a great actor. I saw him yeah. in a play in the West End. All oh, right. Um, probably like 20 years ago. Um yeah. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the reason we've been watching all this shit um, is because there's no wrestling to watch. No. Nah. Um, this podcast is about going to wrestling shows and then telling people what we thought of those wrestling shows in a very pithy um, three and three fashion. Three things we like, three things we didn't like. Um, but we ain't been able to do that, are we? No, no. We're on we're on lockdown, as is the independent wrestling scene. Yeah. Um, when will it get going again? I don't know. I mean, we've well, got, I mean, we've got Ian people... Rotten. Ian Rotten is uh, going to be up and running soon. I mean, if if you had to bet which promoter would be up and running first and not caring about the health of his of his wrestlers, um, it would be Ian Rotten. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Um, yeah. And people are running um, virtual wrestling shows. Yeah. Um, which. You know, I could I could see the fun in that. Why not run a simulation? Um, I mean, they did it with the Grand National, didn't they? So why not? Yeah, I might I might do one. I might do a good wrestling one. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, might break out my uh, my copy of No Mercy 
on the N64 and edit yeah. in a, a Gene Money and a Charlie Evans. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Do it. Go yeah. for it. Yeah, I will do. I will do. Do, do it. you know what, mate? Do you know what, mate? Go on, then. I'll bring my gear and I'll put myself in it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what? I yeah. can't believe it. Somehow he got us to book him. Yeah. <laughs> I had to engineer a global pandemic, um, but I finally did it. I finally got it. Uh, yeah. but anyway yeah so there's no shows um and we don't know when shows will happen again um people are are, are cancelling uh shows a couple of months in advance so um progress cancelled super strong style 16 yep. uh, last weekend um it was due to happen i think the same weekend as the the reading festival was it was the end of end of august or was it in yeah. september no, I don't know. It was the bank holiday weekend. And yeah, all. so, I mean, Reading and Leeds uh, cancelled as well. Um, so, you know, uh, I think they took the example from from Progress. Yeah. Um, they thought, well, if Progress can't run, um, then, you know, we're going to have to uh, well, cancel our massive festival. Market leaders. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Um, and so we don't know when wrestling will restart again. So I, I was sitting there yesterday um, ruminating as I'm likely to do. I was, I was lying on my bed waiting uh, to, to talk to Jake Chris. I've been talking to Jake Chris on a pretty much a daily basis lately. Just, you know, we're getting each other through um, some hard times. Uh, I'm sure you're all um, got similar people out there that you, you're doing the same sort of thing with. Um, and I was listening to a bit of New York hardcore. That's my thing this week, Chris. Um, listening to early New York hardcore, Agnostic Front, Cro-Mags, um, sick of it all, that kind of thing. Um, and I was thinking, how can we get wrestling restarted? And I thought, do you know what? I do a podcast with a wrestling promoter. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Love the Graps. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not in the top 183 um, UK wrestling well, podcasts. Well, because they don't consider themselves a wrestling podcast. Ah, oh, well. It's an arts and culture podcast. Right, yeah. Well, as we know, uh, wrestling is art. Mm. Um, we, we know that so i thought well i'll come up with a list of ways to restart wrestling um because i don't I, again chris I, I don't know if you if you've been watching the news um lockdown's over uh, yeah. and it's over not because it's safe but because everyone's bored with it and <laughs> everyone's given up yeah one of my favorite tweets was like just because you're bored of lockdown doesn't mean it's over yeah like that it's like and that and that's it isn't it it's like people oh i just want to get outside i just want to like i was even i was messaging with a friend of mine who's a teacher um who's going back to work next week and he's like yeah i'm looking forward to going back to work because i'm sick of this i'm like okay mate what about yeah. all of this stuff uh, yeah what about catching a, a potentially fatal disease he was like he was like well i get it yeah some people aren't as stupid as me but i just want to get on with it and I'm like, yeah all right well i don't want you to die well uh, i mean did you see the scenes at south end beach this week i did yeah part yeah. of me was like is is are those photos from the actual beach because part of me was like it's like it's just as easy for you to go yeah oh, oh what the beach is full okay yeah we'll just find some photos of the beach being full no the beach isn't full i'm just saying the news can be lazy and find some other pictures to use well i mean you you sound like my friend john savage there who uh he, he works for the bbc and when i when i posted on my facebook about south end mm. um he said oh what's the source for this i was just like mate britain 
that's what the source I'm not, is. No, I'm not. I'm not like I'm not questioning that it happened. Yeah. I'm just saying that the photos like did seem too like on the nose. Yeah. Like and so much so that because I've quite often you'll look at a news article and it'll be about like oh some break in at a shop and like smash windows or whatever and then you look at the source for the photo and it was like 10 years ago library footage yeah they've just found something yeah. that, that is appropriate and suits but no the the news actually went down there um, right. adding to the, the amount of people there yeah. uh interviewed uh, a guy um who was sitting there um i mean he was gammon uh sitting there on the, the south end seafront with a beer um and his his comment to the news camera was like, well, I think we're going to have to have a serious Italian-style lockdown soon to avoid this. Just like, mate, you're part of it. It's just like, Brilliant. oh, Britain. But anyway, yeah, so the lockdown um, is has been abandoned pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the government uh, have given up. I mean, some of them, like Dommy Cummies, um, he, he wasn't even observing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um but um, as the lockdown uh, will soon fall apart, maybe wrestling will start get going again. So I came up with a, a list of ways that, that maybe um, wrestling could get started again. Uh, and I thought I'd put them to you, a wrestling promoter, um, to see what you thought of my idea. Right, yeah, let's go. Like... OK, so first off, I thought with the fans not able to get to uh, the buildings, um, because it's not safe to gather in, in such numbers. How about um, the wrestlers travel to, to each fan's house and put on the show there before travelling to the next one, put on the show there? You know, like a couple of years ago at Edinburgh, Doug Stanhope um, did a show that just had one ticket. Mm. Um, it's kind of that. So uh, touring the, your, your wrestling show um, around individual fans' houses. Okay. All right. I mean, I can see, I can see how you know that would meet the criteria of only gathering in small groups. Yeah. I think logistically, we're looking at a bit of a nightmare. I mean, are we going for? We're going to have to have a ring, aren't we? So. Yeah. Um, we'll have to ensure that all the venues, in uh, um, quote unquote venues. Um, have space for a ring and have right. uh, um, licensing in place. Although I guess if we're treating it as a private event, um, maybe we can get around some of the licensing issues. Um, yeah, it's almost like uh, bringing an escort to your house, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, behind closed doors. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, I, I would be reluctant to put on a full card. Um Maybe we'd have to go for like three matches tops because yeah. we've got to get in and out. I reckon if we can get in and out within two hours, then we can move on and do another show. We might be able to get three of these done in a day. Come okay. On. Well, uh, I mean, the, there's there's still obvious problems with uh, expense. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm assuming that the one ticket will be at a rate that covers yeah. the expense plus uh, portion of profit um and there's still you know the the fact that a large group of people traveling around an area might spread the, the virus so i i thought maybe i refined that idea mm-hmm. that you could train a troop of small animals um to perform 
the the wrestling show that you have written and send that around people's houses i I just uh, well i mean that's not going to preclude you from spreading the virus um if those animals have been handled by anybody who's carrying the virus they may still um, become transmitters and for Uh, god's sake don't eat them don't eat them especially if you've trained up some bats yeah um oh my god bats um yeah i I think it would be adorable sure i'd um watch some small critters rolling around um in lycra um who are you thinking who who are you thinking would be represented i mean are we going for straight like analogs to existing performers or are we creating new characters um i think you'd have to i mean you you promote good wrestling mm-hmm. um and uh, the fans are invested in your ongoing storylines so you'd yeah. have to continue your ongoing storylines yeah. Yeah, yeah. um so you you would have to uh have um an animal um i'd, I'd suggest a, a guinea pig as your your grand prize champion um charlie evans well, i was gonna say a kangaroo all right no i, I see i see kyle fletcher um, more as a kangaroo okay uh, perhaps charlie evans uh, would be a koala they're vicious koala, aren't yeah. they yeah yeah, they're yeah absolutely vicious. vicious claws they've got claws um then you've got a uh, sheep for mike bird or a bird a bird like, yeah a bird of some kind yeah um gene money would be a goose not a dog no i can see him being a goose I mean, he likes to play on the damn dirty dog, but yeah. I think that's only because damn dirty goose um, doesn't play out very well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, Chris Brooks, um, because you can use Chris Brooks again because he's not stuck in Japan. Um, a giraffe. A giraffe because he's tall. Yeah. And have you seen giraffes fight? Oh God, yeah, they smack each other about with their their yeah. heads next it's disgusting yeah. although i do think now i've got into having a giraffe and and you've lulled me into having a kangaroo as well mm. um it's it's a logistical nightmare isn't it um there's a lot of transporting and and feed need for those uh rather than the um the small animal um circuit that i'd originally envisaged well, and for that reason maybe um maybe this is not a goer draw put a line under that okay uh, and maybe, um, and maybe. so uh, my next idea um, was uh, less matches, less wrestlers, and therefore less pounds. Um, so we know that the, the venues where we where we host wrestling um, are not going to be able to have the, the capacity of fans in um, that we're used to. So you run at the Crawford Arms. Um, mm-hmm. I would think maybe 20, 30 people is a probably safe and, and comfortable number um, in their being able to observe social distancing um as opposed to the sort of hundred pardon i think that would be ambitious yeah but Uh, still you know we're we're talking maybe a quarter um of of the the capacity um and therefore um the 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 money you're taking at the door is going to be less so you need to claw that back by maybe having less wrestlers and less matches um it would mean shows are shorter um which i am all for yeah um but it would also mean that basically um the likes of good wrestling the likes of wrestling resurgence um are basically going to turn into holiday camp shows what do you reckon about that um well obviously we do want to turn into holiday camp shows yeah it's everybody's ambition 
I, yeah, I think there's something in that. I think like you, there's like you if you if people are so keen that they want to run shows, regardless of not regardless, but like you know, in spite of the um, distancing rules or you know, but adhering to them by running with smaller crowds, then then there's there aren't that many ways you can get around the fact that it's going to be very expensive to run a full show. Um, you're either going to be running with a smaller crew or yeah. you're going to be running with a cheaper crew. Yeah. Um, now you've got to decide for yourselves, like, you know, what is going to be best for your audience and for your brand. Um, Cause you know, you might find that actually the best thing for your brand is not running in front of 20 people in the first place. Um, if you insist on running, you might have to run with a different kind of show than you had before. Yeah, four wrestlers, two singles matches in the first half, uh, a tag team match in the second half, a four-man rumble main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I once saw the legendary Johnny Kidd um, appear in a three-match show, uh, where it was two singles matches and a tag, um, in which, in the singles match, he wrestled Spider-Man. Cool. On Northampton Market Square. That sounds like an absolute dream. Yeah, it was. And he was quite rude, um, in a saucy way, uh, to a, a member of the crowd. I saw Johnny Kidd in a comedy sketch. So, sorry, I'm going on a tangent now because it's just come back to my brain. The right. comedian Tim Robinson, yeah. um, who did the um, show I Think You Should Leave. He was on Saturday Night Live. He's in a sitcom called Detroiters. Before he did his Netflix um, sketch show, I Think You Should Leave, he did one episode of a series called the Com- the characters which is on netflix um and in in one of those sketches he is a wrestler um and he's doing like a promo to camera it's like a series of promos and it's basically a wrestler that's just losing to everyone but it shows like a still of his opponent and the first one is johnny kidd wow it's just a, it's just a photo of johnny kidd and he doesn't call him johnny kidd he calls him something else and then the others look like they're like not wrestlers they're like just people in wrestling masks or somebody being like a fake wrestler but for some reason the first one is johnny kidd weird anyway that's your that's today's um uh tangent for you yeah so yeah you could you could do the route of of less matches less wrestlers um or double the ticket price half the crowd do you reckon people are going to be desperate enough to see some live wrestling that um, they, they'll want to pay the, the premium to be amongst the, the small crowd at these yeah. shows. Well, that's the other way to go about it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I genuinely. I think wrestling needs to sort of take a step back and realise that it's not primetime entertainment right now. Don't say uh, that. No, I, but this gen- is a wrestling podcast. No, no genuinely though, like uh, as much as you know, I love wrestling and I put on wrestling shows. I think like we should like uh, 
this is to all the wrestling promoters out there that listen to this. Let's watch to see how other industries are handling this before any of us dive in and make decisions about how we're going to run events. Because we sh- we're not at the vanguard of this whole situation. We're not... I don't think any of us should be leading the way. Um, what, even progress? Even progress, yeah. Um, like, until I until I know, like, whether I can go to the cinema, until I know whether I could walk around the museum, to, until I know what, like, live music events are doing or live sporting events are doing, I don't think any wrestling promoter should be, like, going... Yeah, we'll just charge three times the ticket price, have like three times less people in. Jobs are good and be fine, won't it? Like, I mean, and let's face it, there are plenty of wrestling shows running before um, lockdown that had a third of the audience filled. <laughs> so, um, you know, you're not you're not breaking the bloody you're not blowing anyone's mind with that plan. All right. Well, sorry. Sorry, I feel like I've just crapped on everything that you've you've just destroyed this whole segment. But I'm still going to plough on regardless, (laughs) because that's what I do. It's because you asked Uh, me a vaguely serious one. Yeah. Um, Well, don't worry. There's plenty more. uh, Not um, very serious coming up. Um, Next one on my list is is puppets. All right. Okay. I don't Uh, know what about puppets. I just wrote puppets. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Like, like I think, um, I think if people really wanted their wrestling, they would just be watching anime now, wouldn't they? Yeah. Like, you know, let let's let's not pretend that wrestling is the only place telling these stories. Like, we can we can get this sort of entertainment from elsewhere, um, or you could just watch a bunch of old wrestling. Like, you know, w the WWE Network has got like all of monday nitro on just go back and watch that if you never did like what's that got to do with puppets no no i'm just saying like we can easily replace current wrestling with some sort of fiction um i'm sorry i I haven't acknowledged your puppet thing okay yeah i want to see puppets wrestle yeah um okay next one all (laughs) outdoors all the time um they said it's safer to to gather outdoors yeah um we've got some really good weather lately yeah um let's find a field put a ring in the middle of the field and socially distance um our way around um yeah you've got you save on venue costs um because um i'm sure a field um renting off a farmer uh wouldn't cost the same as it cost to hire a, a venue um and people would be able to to social distance have you seen a photo of that boxing show that they had in nicaragua no um go online and have a look at it i, I don't know if they've done any since but um they they did a, a boxing show um where there was a, a massive ringside area sort of much bigger than it usually would be and everyone in the uh, arena was sat at, at least sort of uh, two meters apart from each other um, and it just looked a bit weird. Um, but you could do that kind of thing. People bring their own chairs, bring their own picnic. Um, and you could you could have uh, wrestling, good wrestling, uh, in the middle of a field. I like the idea of doing that at Milton Keynes Bowl. Oh, all right, yeah, I like. Down at the bottom of that and then having people sat way back with um, opera glasses. Yeah. So, they can, so that they can watch the action from a distance. 
um, on yeah. the on the hill. Well, Riptide did that show in um, in Brighton, didn't they? In that kind of amphitheatre. Not big enough. Not big enough. No. No, I think you need to be able to be comfortably like a hundred meters away. Right. Um, and watch from that distance. I mean, that is a long way away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like it. It just struck. This is not on my list. Um, but if we're finding a way to to run wrestling to cut down on the risk um, and mean that you don't have to be a hundred meters away from the wrestlers. Um, You just, just not book Sammy Callahan or Ray Oris. Yeah. The spitters. The spitters. Dirty spit wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So kind of similar to, to outdoors, which I think, do you know what? Like the, the more I I think about it, I like the idea of, uh, of outdoor wrestling. I like the, the idea of maybe, um, uh, we've kind of talked half-hearted i don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast before um but a, a friend of ours steve hewitt um he he's very keen uh on dreaming um about doing a, a an all tomorrow's wrestling um for those of you who uh, uh don't know all tomorrow's parties was uh, a series of uh music festivals that were held in holiday camps um so everyone stayed in a chalet and there were there were several different um rooms going on playing music and you could choose which one to go to um and he had the idea that we do all tomorrow's wrestling that we we take over a holiday camp um and put on wrestling and everyone stays in chalets and we have several shows over a weekend but you could do that in a field everyone could come and camp um and you could have the wrestling ring kind of in the middle everyone could like just then turn up for the show still maintain social distancing um even when this is all over i think that might be a like a smart idea yeah uh, you know that's it's it's something that you know as uh, i'm sure has gone through a bunch of wrestling promoters minds um wwe do do the camp still you can book yeah. a end at a butlins and go and see wwe um i mean if you're that way inclined um it would oh, i don't know on the one hand i think it would be fun i, I love the all tomorrow's parties festivals um and i love getting to sleep in a bed at a music festival um but at the same time i'm not sure i want to be around wrestling fans in close proximity for <laughs> Yeah. Um, so similar to that idea, um, hundred seater promotions, you know, like yourselves, like Resurgence, that generally your shows are about 100, 150 people, mm-hmm. um, but in leisure centres. So you have the bigger venues that you can space your regular crowd um, around the the bigger hall um, and and do it that way. Now, regular listeners to this. Uh, podcast will know that like i particularly um uh, but i think you you also um we hate leisure center wrestling um if you can see a basketball hoop it's not a decent venue um but you know needs must yeah yeah i mean this is um this comes back to running a a smaller show in a bigger venue doesn't it so um yeah, I mean, I'm not in any rush to go and run a show in the leisure centre, I'll be honest with you. Um, again, I, to, just to give you a serious answer, I do think like this, like, you know, how this is going to play out 
really does depend on how protective the individual promotions are going to be of the presentation of their promotions. Yeah, because you're going to lose something. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we shall see who breaks the duct first um, and who lowers their expectations. <laughs> or, you know, maybe you do get to put on a top quality show because everybody's desperate for the work. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, or I mean, th- we've we've seen before that um, the the likes of Chikara could run a, a leisure center and make it look not like a leisure center. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are things you you can do. Maybe if I mean we don't know when realistically shows will be able to happen again. It, it may be a year um, or so, and it might be that in that time um, the the real um, desperate stroke creative promotions um will come up with with these kind of solutions that you can you can run your um your usual show in front of your usual crowd in a bigger venue um and not manage to sacrifice too much of your ambience yeah maybe and maybe there's a way around it again it's going to depend on who the promotion is and whether they're able to pull something like that off um, without it looking like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next one is one that apparently is is going to be. Uh, I don't know if it's already been done uh, in the US, or but it will be done um, very soon if it if it hasn't been. Um, drive-in wrestling. So everyone again, you get a, a, a big field or a car park. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a wrestling ring in the middle, uh, and then everyone drives in in their car, sits in their car, um, and and watches the wrestling seems dangerous to me right like it's well it's well and good watching a film but like watching a wrestling show people are going to get too emotional right somebody's going to somebody's going to put their foot on the gas yeah (laughs) straight into the ring yeah can't believe somebody stopped the damn match um and yeah just smash smash straight in yeah it will it will be interesting to see kind of how that works um i know that the, the i i in a past life i was a big fan of speedway um and there, there are some tracks in the country where you could drive in in your car and park your car and just sit in your car and watch the 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 bikes going round and round and round the, the other thing is it seems a bit like dogging <laughs> it is a little bit yeah because you know those wrestlers are not going to stay in the ring there are going i mean that there are going to be Gene Money's butt cheeks against your your passenger side window. Yeah, um, it's going to happen. Uh, and then, yeah, you you turn into less of a wrestling fan, more of a voyeur. And there's no way there aren't some skeezy wrestlers out there who are out trying to like, oh, take their t-shirts up to people's windows, but then also try and get a ham job. Right. <laughs> Do you want to name any of them? I don't know. They're probably in America, so. Yeah, Casanova Valentine. <laughs> yeah, that guy. He seems to be a nice guy. Seems to be a really nice guy. But there you go. And so that's kind of an in joke to me and Chris. But perhaps we we won't explain it because it won't be an in joke anymore. <laughs> um, so we've got driving wrestling, um, phone in wrestling. Okay, what's that, Alan? So, um, so the wrestling goes on uh, in in the venue, um, and you have a commentator. Uh, and then people are able to dial in 
to hear the the man describing what's going on in the wrestling ring. Sorry, that's stupid. That might be the stupidest thing you've ever said. Do you know um, Ronald Reagan when he first started his uh, his broadcast career? Yeah. Um, he worked for a radio station in Chicago, I believe. I might be wrong about the town. Um, and he used to commentate on the baseball. And when the the baseball team were away from home on the road, uh, he would still deliver commentary, but he'd do it. You know those ticker tape machines that used to send through? They'd have somebody at the um, the away venue type in what was happening, and then he'd get the ticker tape through and um, talk as though he were at the ballpark right. uh, explaining what was happening. Yeah. Um, so I reckon you could do that with wrestling. Well, that's a bygone era, isn't it, where you couldn't just put a webcam in the corner? Yeah, know? but think of the things that you could do. Like your budget would instantly be be tripled. So you're just saying don't even run a wrestling show, just pretend you're running one and do an audio commentary of it. I mean, that would be very carny. But... I mean, that's the only way that this makes any sense. I remember way don't back you, in don't the... Don't get upset about it. Don't get no, upset no. about it. it. Sounds like you're no. getting upset about it. It's all right. It's all right. In the, <laughs> mid, in the mid-90s, um, Forces Radio, the US Forces Radio that you could pick up on medium wave uh, mm. in the UK um, because of all the, the US air bases that are over here, um, they used to carry the commentary feed of WWF pay-per-views. So if you if because then the pay-per-views weren't really shown live that much, um, you could stay up and listen to it on the radio before watching it on on Sky the next night. Yeah, different times, mate, different times. Um, OK, I've got a couple more. OK, um, so uh, as we've seen, uh, cinematic wrestling has become a thing. So we had the Money in the Bank match, we had the uh, the Boneyard match, and we had the Firefly Funhouse match. There's also the stuff that has been done on Being the Elite, um, where they've had some wrestling on there. And also, you know, as is Being the Elite stock in trade, some non-wrestling, but keeping those, um, those personalities on our screens weekly um, so we don't forget about them in between shows. Um, why do you think... Uh, slightly different question why do you think that promotions haven't done that kind of thing because i was thinking when i was watching um, this week's being the elite that instead of private party instead of adam page instead of the young bucks instead of kenny omega um, why am i not watching gene money charlie evans mad kurt um, doing weird skits um, it wouldn't even necessarily have to be a good wrestling thing because good wrestling shares a lot of its roster with resurgence, with Riptide. So these promotions could kind of get together uh, and work out a way that their characters um, that they share um, could still be on a, a weekly show that, you know, wouldn't necessarily have to have wrestling in it. I mean, it could do um, if you could if you could do that, um, but also. I just want to see the weekly adventures of Gene Money. I just want to see Charlie Evans kicking fools in the mouth um, in everyday life. Um, why do you think that's not been done by people over here um, as well as it's been done perhaps by some other promotions in different countries? I guess, I mean, the, the serious answer is that you just don't have the commitment to the individual promotions um, 
that you, you probably do in like where they are contracted yeah motion um so there's no sort of uh impetus for wrestlers to i guess to some extent take the initiative and do that like to promote something but also we don't know what we're doing like yeah us individual promotions we don't know what's going to happen we don't know when we're going to be running shows next we don't know um what our shows will look like when we do come back I mean, as you may or may not know, our champion now lives in Australia. Um, she moved, she flew back uh, like yesterday, I think. So, um, and she's got every intention of getting on the first flight back here um, when when this is all sort of blown over. But um, as it stands, like who knows? Who knows what? Did did you let her take the belt with her? Do you know? I'm not actually sure whether she's got it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Adam was talking to her about it, so I don't know. Yeah, um, I hope she has because, like, she could film some skits had, with with Shazza McKenzie and 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 people like that. That you know, these people are now on your roster. Chris, this is the chance for you to finally get Adam Brooks Fine. on on a on a, a good show. He could fight Charlie Evans Brooks for for the uh, the good wrestling grand prize. Brooksy, the only good Brooks. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, but um, if anyone out there is listening to this and wants to steal uh, my idea, have it. I stole it. So yeah, please let me yeah. let me wake up uh, to some happy news one like, day. I, I like I like the idea. I would love it if like if um you know I would love it if G Money woke up one day and decided that he wanted to help promote our shows um, <laughs> instead of coming dressed as a clown. Just confusing. Yeah. And then one last idea. I mean, this is probably the most serious idea um, that I've come up with, that if we if we are faced with a, a very long time of not having being able to have um, fans at, at live events of of any kind. And my, my friend Scott, who works in the uh, the music touring business, he he doesn't think that that live music will be happening anytime this year. Um so, you know, who knows when it will be safe, um, despite people having given up on the lockdown um, for venues to, to be licensed, because that's the that's the key that um, it, do, it doesn't matter if you've given up on lockdown. Local authorities have to uh, agree um, that licensed events can continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the, the, the prospect of, of behind closed doors action being shown um, either live, if possible, but if not kind of on a delay um so you know that to optimize your costs it may be that um you go to the crawford uh or you go to um uh the resistance gallery or you go to the the attenborough in in leicester or um the bright helm in in brighton and you either um you set up the ring and you either film um four different promotions uh, in the same building on the same day for for release um, or you film for lots of shows um, and then you can either show them live and find out a way of, of monetizing that um, or you know you drip feed them um, on on demand um, do, you, do you think that might be the only realistic way that we might get indie wrestling uh, before the end of the year and that's kind of you know taken into account your uh, point that it's not a priority, but you know, it's something that would be nice. Um, is that p- 
possibly the most realistic way that we're going to get it. I mean, I guess that the, there's. Yeah, I guess like there, there's a possibility that you could run something like that, but also I think it only works for promotions with a certain t- type and size of following. Like I know that we don't we don't sell enough VOD right now that I would feel confident that we would get the uptick to make it worth it to to try something like that. Like whilst I expect that if we did do it, we would get more sales and more subscribers to our vod yeah because i mean i i buy tickets to go to your shows mm-hmm. and therefore um i would never watch it on vod because i've already seen it no do you know what i mean and i'm sure i'm not alone in that so you you would get those those first views that you're not currently getting yeah yeah you would but then also the people who are buying tickets you know it's not a one-for-one ratio for people no in vod anyway like i don't think you know there are loads of shows i couldn't go to i still haven't bought the vod for them no i mean again right now i'm not getting any wrestling so you know maybe you can make the argument that you again i think there would be an uptick i think that if you marketed it right then then you could do okay out of it but i don't think that's us i don't think like we have the the clout or the pulling power to do that what have you done to that child? Um, I, it's literally right outside my front door, outside my bedroom window. Someone sent a, a child to cry outside your, your door because that's how much I hate this podcast. He, fe- he fell over. Can, oh, bless him. His dad's giving him a hug now. I can Has see. he got colour? No, no, he's all right. He's just no. he's being dramatic. He's fine. Live breaking news on the podcast, people. It's out and Fine. An incident. He's absolutely fine. Nothing's happened. He's oh, good. The kid is okay. The kid is okay. But yeah, yeah I mean, the there's kind of the semi-serious point is that I'm I'm missing my my indie wrestling. It's become a, a big part of my life over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's something I like to go and see. Um, it's where I see my mates, and you know I'm. I'm not alone and wrestling fans aren't alone in this. Um, there are people who do the same at gigs. There are people who go to football, people who go to rugby, um, you know, all different kinds of stuff. And we're all missing it. And someone's got to come up with the magic formula. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, you don't know what it is. Um, it's, I mean, it comes down to, you said earlier about the fact that, that wrestling isn't a priority. Um, and I do agree with you on that and uh, i even think that you know the the fact that they're they're, re- they're even thinking of restarting premier league football is ridiculous um it, it again it, it's not a priority um the the risk that it's going to put people to is just not worth it um but if we're going to go down the route that that wrestling is art um which i firmly believe it is then um art is is a, a necessary part of life and it it just it's frustrating that that particular um, art form um, the, there isn't there doesn't seem to be a way that most people have found yet that that can continue under the current circumstances. Um, I mean, it, it's bad enough for us who are fans or you know yourself who's an, an albeit part time promoter. 
Um, but there are guys who who do this full time. Um, and even if they don't do it full time and, and even sort of taking away the fact that, you know, the, the money is lost. Um, if it's something you enjoy doing and that's how you express yourself, you're not able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Like, I absolutely think, you know, it has an important place in people's lives. Um, I just think there are technical considerations that yeah. I that that's where like it's not it's not so much like me saying that it's it it's not a priority in terms of people's lives and the art that they consume or the way people make their livings or the way people um express themselves but in terms of the the limitations placed on us by lockdown and social distancing i just don't think wrestling is the place that will get it right first so um wait and see and follow other people's leads um i just genuinely don't believe there are producers of wrestling who are at the cutting edge like i mean let's 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 be i'm gonna be fairly blunt about this the biggest indie wrestling promotion in the uk um progress wrestling can't even do allocated seating so yeah. <laughs> like, like not even at alexandra palace they can't do allocated seating they can't get their head around how to do it or they can't be bothered to do it so like you know let that sort of hang in the air for you for a second and we'll say like do we honestly believe and okay and then rev pro can't get people in through the door swiftly enough Uh, i I will counter that though by pointing out that wrestling resurgence is run by bona fide boffins so if anyone's going to sort it it's going to be the boffins at wrestling resurgence they they are but that's like but let's be honest they're not running shows big enough for them to be at the forefront of this and make it actually worth doing like yeah. also that their boffin qualifications are in arts degrees so you know worthless really worthless tell um, tell, tell me about it yeah uh, so yeah so hopefully at some point something will change that will enable um things i mean we want that vaccine um uh, were you a big fan of the vaccines no um because they need to 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 start working um you know i don't know if anyone's tried uh drawing their blood um to see if they're effective but we need an effective vaccine we we never had one in the past because the vaccines were terrible um that's a labor joke really i worked so hard it went on and on it went on and yeah i i kind of got to where i needed to be by the end of it um and i should have been there at the beginning yeah um but you know that's what you get when you're doing live podcasting mm. um, but yeah hopefully we'll be in the position um where we can we can see stuff again soon till then i mean i i became a patreon a patron a patron of uh game changer wrestling this morning they've launched their patreon um i am a shot caller that's um my uh, uh I, I was thinking about being gang affiliated um <laughs> Gang affiliated, you you pay six dollars sixty six a month. Cool. Um, I quite I quite like that. Um, but no, I went for shot caller, 
which twelve dollars a month, oh. uh, which gets me access to uh, two uh, two biweekly podcasts, um, as well as a, a ton of other stuff. It's just Game Changer are a company that, that I like a lot, and it's just a way to to give them and their wrestlers some money. I noticed this week um, I've, I've mentioned wrestling resurgence a lot on this podcast, so you know. Um, you're not my favorite promotion anymore, Chris. You fuck off. Um, they uh, did some stuff a few weeks ago to raise some money for their roster, and they distributed the money to to their wrestlers um, this week, and that was a really nice thing. So it is nice to look after the wrestlers and the promotions, buy some merch, support what they're doing um, during this time to ensure that when things do get back to whatever normal looks like, um, that they're there for us to, to go and watch. Yes, do that. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, buy my zine. Uh, I've got a list of of who's bought it. So more importantly, I can I can see who hasn't bought it. Um, oh, so you oh. can you can either do uh, through the Facebook group. There's a post there about I tell you how to buy it off me to save yourself fifty p. Or you can go to my brand new big cartel wrestling store, which is wrestling can be anything all one word dot big cartel dot com. Um, and you can you can buy some stuff from there. Oh, um, wrestling can beanie thing. Yes. Wrestling can beanie thing. Yeah. Which um I I when you pointed that out, uh, I put up a picture of uh, mankind and Al Snow with head uh, beanie babies um, that I have from back in the day. I've I've got those. If if anyone wants them, um, then. Give me a healthy donation towards indie, indie wrestling, um, and uh, you can have them. £2,000. Uh, yeah, have you got anything else to say? Not really. I've got one more thing to say. I, I don't mean this to sound worrying, um, but there's there's a member of our community called Ian Hepburn, um, and he hasn't posted for a while. Uh, and I sent him a message uh, about a, a week ago, um, and he hasn't replied to that. And it may just be that he hates us now. Um, and has better things to do with his time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in these times, if anyone has heard from Ian Hepburn, can you let me know that he's OK? Um, so I, I get concerned about you like a family to me, you people out there. Our little podcast. Yeah. Our little family earning £273,000 in a dividend in a year. Well, yes. Um, so that's it. I don't know, maybe I'll watch the AEW thing and we can talk about that. Yeah, it's on tonight. It's a pay-per-view. I'm not going to stay up and watch it. I'd rather die. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, God, that was a bit... I take that back. That was unpleasant. Um, I'd rather not watch it live. Um, But maybe I'll watch it tomorrow or Monday and we can have a little chat about it. Yeah, be nice. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Um, but that's a podcast. Um, maybe you've got some ideas about in, how indie wrestling can get kickstarted again. Um, maybe you've got some bad ideas about how indie <laughs> wrestling can get kickstarted again. Share them on the Facebook yeah. page. Social media is your friend in these times of distancing and not being able to see your pals. Um, so jump on there. Um, we'll be back. We always are eventually. There may be gaps, but we get we get back eventually. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, I love you all, not all of you, some of you <laughs> definitely. 
Um, but uh, stay safe. Don't touch your face. <laughs> <laughs> and are we still not allowed to touch our face? I mean, I touch my face all the time. I know. I know. Just touch my face right now. Just don't touch your bum and then your face. I think. Why has my bum got to do with it? Well, that's just a general rule for life. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to get any of it in your eye, do you? Okay. <laughs> bye then. Um, it is not even eleven a.m. Um, so go back to bed. <laughs> We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are time All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Up the world that we keep, where the starfish on the beach